Well, it's Mike and Mary, and we're back again for the second half of this year. How about that? It's already the second half. Welcome to our podcast, everyone. This is our chance to share what we've learned on our coaching calls in R Squared Coaching. By the way, I think we've got three seats open. So if you're interested or know someone who needs to get on track, it is the second half of the year. And every week, each person on the team gets to either share a technique that's working for them, we call it parade of techniques, or get advice from their mastermind team, and we call that Ask the Experts, and we pick some highlights for you. And we've got some, I'm sure. I can't wait to find out what yours are. Well, it's outdoor season. Oh, all right. So I got some very creative people. Okay. Cool. And one of them went to Amazon and bought a heat press machine. Okay, that's like a t-shirt. That's how you put imprint t-shirts. Okay. That's how you imprint like anything, anything? you can imprint. Oh. And a, a cricket maker, which makes text that you can imprint on stuff. Okay. And you can imprint mugs, shirts, hats, and she got these big umbrellas. Like a... a Golf umbrella? No, bigger than that. What? Like a canvas tent. Okay. Awning. Oh, okay. That you set at the baseball game or the soccer game oh. or where your kids are playing. Oh. And it's got the company logo imprinted on it and hands out stuff swag, she calls it, with her logo on it. And it's really inexpensive. I mean, there's an upfront investment. I think it was like five or 600 bucks for both things. Okay. But you can imprint anything and be handing stuff out all year. In fact, the rest of your career, it's... It's a real do-it-yourself marketing genius idea. I love it. She's a real promoter. Wow. And it piggybacks perfectly with my parade of techniques. Right. And you've inspired me now to give you two. So here's the first one. <laughs> um, we have a student who every year paints her yard. Have you ever heard of anyone painting the grass? No. I heard somebody paved the grass once. No, not pave, paint, P-A-I-N-T. And they do it on different holidays, like happy birthday and 4th, you know, but 4th of July. With real paint? Red, white, and blue spray paint. Oh. And now there's this particular type of paint that you can use that's made for painting grass. Doesn't kill the grass. Go figure. Well, you wow. just mow it off, I guess, as it gets. <laughs> anyway, she does stars and stripes. and Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And that piggybacks with another student of ours who for 19 years has been delivering flags on the fourth the night before the fourth of july so oh, when yeah. people in her neighborhood wake up there's a flag in their yard now you and i have seen that and they have little itty bitty flags right they're like maybe a maybe a foot tall probably not right. even six seven inches she does 300 listen to this wow they're plastic flags they're eight inches by 12 inches that's the actual flag with big, long sticks. Yeah. I That's not what I pictured. I pictured those little itty-bitty ones. She's, for the second year now in a row, has hired two boys to help her. Uh, there's a flag company in Georgia that supplies these. Flag Co. It costs her, listen to this, $110. Total? For 300 flags. Wow. Um, but, but you have to order them with lots of advance notice. So she does it every February. There's a special discount for doing sure. it so early. And she puts them near the mailbox beside the driveway. She also attaches her business card, and she uses a mailing label on the uh, 
to stick them together. So it's got her address on it. Mm -hmm. So attaching her business card to the, anyway, I just love that idea. I just think it's so neat to have a master plan and it goes along with business breakthrough. Last November, we gave everyone, remember we met live, this is pre-COVID. Ah, face we to were, face in we the were same breathing room. breathing on each Yay. other and didn't even think about it. <laughs> we're gonna do it again. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. This coming November, for those of you that are brave souls. Um, so we had this, this year at a glance planner and this is where you would put order my flags in February. Right. This is where you would put 300 flags on 4th of July or whatever other plan you have, paint my yard, uh, come, you know, like Leprechaun Day. Anyway, I'm so excited about that. Cool marketing ideas. Yeah, spray paint a big pumpkin on Halloween. Could do lawn. anything. <laughs> you could do people's birthdays or I, I don't know. Yeah. The flag thing came up on one of my calls. As really? Well. Yes. And uh, this, this agent who does the flags doesn't even put her business card on them. Oh, because ev everybody knows who's doing it. Oh, yeah. 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 So that cool. was kind of neat. Mm -hmm. Well, I haven't asked the experts for oh, us so if glad. you're ready for that. I am indeed. And it's all about instant buyer's remorse. Oh, yeah. Well, that is a thing, especially in a hot market where buyers feel pressured to not think and they know they have to act quick or they'll lose it. And maybe they've already even lost two or three. Well, in this case, the buyer is moving cross country. Oh, and her twin sister looked at the house. Oh, yeah. She twins always not. agree. Yeah. <laughs> she did not. And the twin sister said, okay, go ahead and buy it. And she did virtually. Okay. And then moved in. And the next day calls our agent and says, uh, I don't like the house. <laughs> She's all full of buyer's remorse. So the Ask the Experts question is, well, I want to keep a client. I want to keep her happy. My number one goal is to have a happy client who refers me. Could you explain why she's living in the house before the closing? Oh, it's closed. Oh, it is closed. Oh, yeah. Closed but and she... moved in. Well, I heard you say First moved in. First day she lived there. Ah! Oh, my goodness. Thanks. I don't like it. Okay. So what do I do? Okay. How do I handle her? How do I, quote, talk her off the ledge? Okay. And... The best advice was face-to-face, -face, of course. Yeah. Relationship I love face. this. Be willing to do whatever she wants to do. Um, I love this piece of advice, too. I always tell every buyer, if you don't like the house, I will resell it for you for free anytime in the first six months. This is from someone who's been in real estate 20 years has made that guarantee to every single buyer and only once has had to resell a house. But think of the peace of mind that brings a buyer. Wow, what an interesting concept. That's a creative soul. I, I thought so too. the smartest agents in the country. And then it was my turn. Oh, what did you and say, And I said, darling? why don't you blame the twin sister? Yeah, really? <laughs> that was just tongue-in-cheek. Um, but also kind of tongue-in-cheek, I said... Tell you what you do. Get face-to-face -face with her. Collect your data first. What are homes selling for? How long is it taking them to sell? What kind of appreciation can she expect? Because you got to go resell her the house. you got to go resell her the benefits of home ownership, of living in that neighborhood. Uh, but here's what you do. You get a white lab coat and a stethoscope and an old pill bottle and fill it with M&Ms Put a label on the bottle that says buyer's, buyer's remorse. remorse pills. Mm -hmm. Yes. And go out 
and reseller the house and say, this is perfectly normal. Let me make sure and put the stethoscope up and listen to her. her yes, it's buyer's remorse. <laughs> Take two of these and call oh, me in the morning. Goodness. And if you treat it with humor, as well as data, logic and emotion, that's how you talk her off the ledge. But I love that I'll sell it for free for, for the first six months if you change your mind. I, and only once in 20 years has it happened. Yeah. Well, and with depending on if it's a appreciating or declining market, mm -hmm. she might be able to get her commission out. How, how long will that take? What if you calculated that? Yes. This is my commission. If you live here till umpty ump, you should be able to walk away without a loss of money. That gives you time to, yeah, that's... That's logical, too. Cool. That's really cool. All right. I have an Ask the Experts question, and it was about hiring assistants. Do you do it virtually or do you do it locally? Hmm. So we had a spirited conversation. Is, is it the only two choices? Well, I don't know. Okay. Get, get assistants. I think, so I'm not going to say too much about this. There was a, a really good, it was a really good conversation with a perspective of virtual agents can do some things for you that local agents would take a lot of training to do mm -hmm. that you'd have to work to find the right person, but virtual they're set up to do all that kind of stuff and you can delegate and they're very reasonable in price. And then there's some things that a local assistant, especially one with a license can do for you. So who in your office would be willing to show a house for you for 50 bucks? You know, we have, a, we have a bunch of students that pay a showing agent so that they can have a personal life. And you get a call on a Saturday morning when you've already got a plan for the day and you can call someone else. And for $50, they walk that buyer through that showing that the buyer doesn't want to miss. It I also allows you it. to be a better listing agent, devote more time to listings. Oh my gosh, yes. That's right. So anyway, good conversation. Good to think about this. And what's your strategy? Because what we came out with, look at on my notes, there's red commitments because three of the yes. eight people on that team said, I need to get a plan in place this year so that I have someone to delegate to. So I'm, I'm only bringing this up to inspire the rest of you. What element is missing in your overall business plan? And what could you delegate to help you be more efficient and more prosperous in the coming 12 months? I think you also have to look at your skill set. Are you ready, willing, and able to manage and supervise and direct and train a, a human being locally? Well, that's pretty smart. Are you able to do that? Yeah. Are you willing to do that? Yeah. Are you good at it? Do you want that to be part of your workday? Or do you just want to direct somebody? Yeah. So here, here's what I want done. Get it done. Okay. Now we're having a conversation because yeah. one of these agents um, w had an awareness that someone in their industry had just let their licensed assistant go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because we're coming out of COVID or maybe we're going back into COVID or whatever, however COVID has impacted your marketplace, there may be opportunities to scoop up people that are already trained that are already licensed, if that's important to you, uh, that are now going to work for three or four people instead of just the one person they used to work for. So anyway, look around, look at your business and decide. I think you're absolutely right. What do I want my business to look like? 
What can I delegate? Circle the things that you could delegate. Cross off the things that you shouldn't be doing. That tool is called re-engineering. <laughs> so here's our advice. Stay cool because it's hot out there. Stay calm and stay on track. <laughs>